Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. If it sounds like I have a pep in my step, that's because I do. I, I might sound a little nasally too. I I don't know. I'm not like sick, but I just feel like I'm getting the last of the toddler toddler based bugs out of my system. So I apologize, but I really, I honestly, I feel great. I feel great and I cannot wait to tell you all about it. But first, if you're new here and you're wondering what the Hit Bodies podcast is, well, it is an extension of what I do. So Hit Bodies is a workout group. I live stream my workouts Monday through Friday, and I am just like taking you along for the ride for exactly what I'm doing from my personal life to my fitness life. I just really have no boundaries. (laughs) And and, and yeah, so then the podcast is just like a place for me to dive a little bit deeper into it. Okay. And it's really fun. I really enjoy it. I've really enjoyed starting this podcast and I just get so excited to share things with you and this, and this week, oh my gosh. Okay. So let, let's get started. First off, if you, if you can tell I'm in the car, I am going to do my grocery pickup. I have, I have done the grocery pickup shout out before, but I, I got to bring it back. Okay. Because I did two weeks without grocery pickup. I like I grocery shopped the old fashioned way and mm, it sucks. It sucks. It's, it takes a long time. I forget things. I buy things I don't need. It's, I do not recommend, do not recommend. So anyway, I'm doing my grocery pickup and I feel fantastic. You want to know why? Because I am in solution focused mode. My motto going in to 2023 was solution focused. I'm going to continue looking for solutions to problems instead of dwelling on the problems themselves. I, I love a good pity party. I do. And so it's very easy for me to fall into like this poor me. This is so hard, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, the, the early stages of like having a baby are freaking hard. Like, and I was deep into those sleepless nights. Um, Casey was waking up every 45 minutes to like 90 minutes. Okay. And girlfriend had a few nights there where she was taking like 15 to 20 minutes to fall back asleep. And there are a lot of people out there who are like, Oh my gosh, you're going to miss this one day. You know what? Maybe I will, but you know what I miss right now? Sleep. I want sleep. Okay. I want to like, I, I, my brain was like craving sleep. Like I had such a bad headache and I was like, I just, I just need sleep. I hadn't had a four hour stretch of sleep in like, I don't know, months, like literally months at this point. So anyway, one of the things that I did, it's a controversial thing to do, but we have begun the process of sleep training. And the way that we have done that is we, we are not pulling all feedings. Okay. She is still getting fed. Hold on. I need to park my car and, um, let Walmart know I'm here groceries are picked up. Gosh, that is so convenient, isn't it? Okay. So basically what we did last night, Cameron helped Casey get back to sleep without nursing, um, over and over (laughs) until after midnight. Um, so she, you know, she had her last feeding at like eight o'clock and then I was like, don't bug me unless it's after midnight. So she, he came in at like one 30 with her. I nursed her, put her back in her crib and then he didn't bring her back until 6 a.m. And you guys, two amazing stretches of sleep. I feel so good. 
we didn't just let her like cry it out or anything like that. She is young. Um, I will say I'm not (laughs) controversial opinion. I am not against, um, a a little crying, you know, I'm, I'm just not because I've seen my daughter, her daughter cry herself to sleep in the car seat. I saw my son do it. Um, and they are just fine. It's, I, I did sleep train my son with cry it out and the kid has a very secure attachment. I know, I know you're you're like judging me right now, but whatever. I am convinced Casey did significantly better without all those like mini micro feedings all night and instead just had like one good feeding in the middle of the night. And Cameron was saying she was sleeping longer stretches way longer than what she normally does. And also part of what made this possible was my mom took my son for the night so that, you know, Cameron and I could really just tag team Casey together. I mean, I tell you, two kids is hard. It is. It's hard. I, people have a lot of kids. There are people out there with like more than three kids. That's insane. Um, good for them. Good for them. I, I do not want to join that club. I am, I am happy in the two and through club, but anyway, Anyway, we got to get to the fitness stuff because I have so many amazing updates for you. I, I want to be able to like focus. I want to like write out everything I want to talk about because I just got, I just got so excited to record this podcast this morning. I like picked up the phone and just started recording and I wanted to tell you about my sleep. So I'm going to put the phone down. I'm going to go home. I'm going to put away my groceries. I'm going to write everything out. So I will be right back. The, the cool thing about the podcast, you don't have to wait for all that. It's just going to be like one second. Okay, we are curled up in bed now and time for the updates. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I'm going to need you to pause me. I'm going to need you to go listen to that because I talked a lot about protein and tracking and all sorts of stuff. I'm going to reference things that just aren't going to make sense if you didn't hear that one, okay? So I like to be really transparent with everything all of it. So basically I started out at 192 pounds and currently I am down to 186 pounds, which is just crazy to me. So in total, since I started tracking, I'm down about six pounds and I'm eating around 2,400 calories a day. Um, My bare minimum is 160 grams of protein and I, most days I feel like I'm more around 180 grams of protein. That's like, that's like my goal goal, but like 160 is like my bare minimum goal. And I try not, just like, so you know, when I'm trying to eat protein, I'm, I'm not just doing a bunch of like protein shakes and stuff. Like I do have, um, I, gosh, I love those Fairlife protein shakes, the chocolate ones. Very good deal at Sam's Club. Highly recommend. Um, and I, I might have one of those a day, but I really try to have, you know, meat, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, things like that for my protein, eggs, obviously. So for the most part, I'm eating whole foods for my protein. So it's a lot of food and I am very satisfied. I, that's like one of the things that I've really noticed is like, wow, when you really eat adequate protein, it just, it really changes your eating habits naturally. So just as a note, if you're like, gosh, I do not want to track for like six months to like reach my goals or whatever. What if you just tracked your protein intake just to hit a number? You know what I mean? Just to like hit a goal of like 150 grams a day or something like that. I think that alone is going to naturally regulate your eating habits a little bit. 
Um, in regards to breastfeeding, so I'm down six pounds, as you guys know. I don't know about you, but like my concern would be, is there any sign that Casey is not getting enough? And I have this little baby scale that's my friend's. Brooke, if you're listening, I need to give this back to you. Um, but I threw her on that scale and she's actually gaining weight faster. I'm not even joking. She's gaining weight faster than she has like this whole freaking time. And I'm honestly thinking, I, I mentioned it last week, protein plays a huge role in your milk supply. And I just had no idea until I started kind of diving into that research before I recorded last week's. So I honestly think that despite losing weight and maybe eating, I don't really know how many calories I was eating before. I don't feel like I'm eating much less, but whatever. I feel like it's having a noticeably good impact on my supply. And I feel like Casey is good. I mean, diaper output, good, all of it good. And then the last thing I was kind of going to mention about the whole like tracking thing, I know that I... (laughs) I know that I just started doing this again, but I tracked for years. Tracking, I have like coached people to track. I've I've done tracking for years. It's something I understand how to do, but it has changed so much since the last time I personally did it. And I really resisted doing it because I hate food being boring. Like I'm done with that chapter of my life. Not to mention food being boring, that that just doesn't fly when you have a small child to feed. They're like, yeah, I'm not going to eat that. They're like, I want something yummy. And so I, I mentioned it again last week, the stealth health. Like I made mac and cheese today and Kevin had multiple bowls of it. Now I'm not going to be out here claiming, oh my gosh, this mac and cheese is so healthy. It's not, but it's significantly higher protein. And from a macronutrient standpoint, I feel like it's a little better for him. (laughs) Now it would be a miracle if I could get my son to eat vegetables, but maybe another day. Anyway, so kind of taking what I've learned from tracking more recently and discovering all these amazing resources um, and combining it with what I've known about tracking all these years, I did a little macro tracking workshop with Hit Bodies. And so it's, I want to say it's like a little over half an hour long. I think it's like 40 minutes long. A lot of people found it very helpful. Um, this is something that's exclusive to Hit Bodies members only. No pressure at all. But just so you know, if you wanted to do that, you could join for a dollar right now. And then you could immediately cancel. I mean, I'd rather you stay and give our workouts a shot and everything else. But if you wanted to go through that macro tracking workshop, um, just go to hitbodies.com, sign up. Let me know that's what you're here for and I'll show you exactly where it is, but it's like in the macro tracking section of the website. There's a ton of awesome resources in there and that just goes for anyone listening. If you're trying, if you want to try out Hip Bodies, now's the time because I'm doing this $1 for your first week trial and you can just cancel if you don't like it and no pressure, okay? So yeah, that's kind of my protein and tracking update. I hope you enjoyed it. I am just, I am thrilled with my results so far. I'm feeling so good. I put on jeans and buttoned them. Like what? Who am I? And they are like, I mean, (laughs) let's be, it was tight, but hey, we're moving in the right direction and I am just feeling really excited about it. And I feel like, you know, my goal was to be solution focused and I feel like I really am, you know, I'm figuring out the sleep stuff. I've been laser focused on breastfeeding 
And now I'm figuring out like, okay, how can I also have a body I feel more comfortable in while doing all of these other things? And I'm just really proud of myself. So I hope this inspires you. If you're having some like struggles in your life, be solution focused. And I am like the problem solver. Okay. So like, if you're like, Chelsea, I don't know how to solve this problem. Let me brainstorm. Let me let, I love giving advice. Okay. Ooh, maybe we should start like a, like a, dear Chelsea section of the podcast and you can like anonymously submit um, questions and I can give advice on the pod. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, do it. Do it. Okay. (laughs) Please, please send that in. That'd be so fun. So the next thing that I wanted to discuss was magnesium. I promised you guys two weeks ago that we were going to talk about magnesium and that's because I really think most people can benefit from taking magnesium. And if I'm being honest, even after like doing research, I'm still overwhelmed and a little bit confused (laughs) by magnesium, but I'm going to give this my best shot to kind of pass on what I've learned. So if you are wondering like, okay, what does magnesium affect? It actually affects your hormone balance, which we've kind of talked about before. Um, I think like a standout point is having low magnesium can affect your thyroid function and your thyroid regulates like all of the hormones in your body so when your thyroid gets out of your out of whack then it's just like this trickle down effect and a lot of things start to get affected um it also if you're someone that struggles with like blood sugar issues maybe like some insulin resistance pcos things like that magnesium can really help with blood sugar levels. Now, what got me taking magnesium was more like the muscle stuff. So I, oh my gosh, both pregnancies, I had the worst Charlie horses, particularly my pregnancy with Casey. I had Charlie horses that would last 10 minutes. I could not stop no matter what I did. And it kind of irritated me when I would post about it on Instagram because people would be like, just do this and it'll go away. And I'm like, girlfriend, this is not my first Charlie horse. Like, I know what to do when you get a Charlie horse. Nothing was going to touch this Charlie horse. My, like, it had me sobbing in pain. It was so bad. Um, So my midwife mentioned magnesium and I was like, I really honestly should be taking magnesium anyway. So I started doing kind of some research on that. But anyway, muscle stuff, muscle weakness, muscle fatigue, um, even like migraines can often be linked to magnesium deficiency. Now, I also want to mention all of the things I'm mentioning, this isn't the only cause of them. I'm not saying if you have a thyroid issue or you get migraines or any of this stuff, that the only cause of it would be magnesium. I'm just saying it can be linked to that. Okay. So sorry. I just feel like I need to mention that because like, I know if I suffered from migraines and somebody like told me, oh, magnesium will fix it. And then I tried that. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm acknowledging that. Um, insomnia. That was another thing that got me interested <laughs> in taking magnesium because I have never suffered from insomnia in my life. Sleeping is my hobby. Sleeping is like one of my favorite things in the world. And my pregnancy with Casey was the first time I really was starting to get some insomnia. So magnesium also helps with that. But when you go shopping for magnesium, it's freaking confusing, you guys. It is so freaking confusing because there's 
Okay, there's so many. And so let's, let's kind of talk about them. So the first one I'm going to mention is magnesium citrate. Have you ever seen that magnesium supplement that's called Calm? You can get it like most grocery stores, I think, but that is magnesium citrate. Okay, so it, it, I don't know if it always fizzes, but that one like fizzes. I feel like that supplement does not taste good. Some people like it, but whatever. Anyway, it is one of the more bioavailable forms. And the word bioavailable, if you don't know what that means, it just means like it's easy for your body to actually utilize. Okay, so magnesium citrate, if you Google it, it's associated with calm and relaxation. Um, and due to that, it's relaxing also the muscles that may help you make a bowel movement. So it is also considered like a laxative. A lot of people will notice when they take magnesium, it helps with that as well if you're having digestion issues, okay? So that supplement, that's like the, I feel like the most popular magnesium supplement that people take, but there's other ones and that's why I wanted to mention it, Okay. So the one that I started taking was magnesium glycinate, okay? So this more helps with anxiety, depression, stress, and insomnia, and it is also pretty easily absorbed. And the reason that I got interested in that one was because, <clears throat> well, it was really just, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I love ancestral supplements, and they came out with like a, like an electrolyte type supplement and it was really focused on magnesium glycinate. Why can I not remember what that one was called? I'm looking it up right now. Ancestral supplements. Hold on. Okay. It's their mineral supplement. That's what it's called. Ancestral minerals. So it's essentially an electrolyte supplement. I already had it on hand. And so I started taking it and it really helped me with my Charlie horses while I was pregnant. And so because of that, I was just like, well, I want to stick with magnesium glycinate, but I'm going to try something that's maybe like more potent in the, mag I don't know. It, Cause like, if you look at it, it, it wasn't like that potent or whatever. So anyway, magnesium glycinate was the, the one that I had purchased while I was pregnant, but I think there's a lot of really good ones out there. Anyway, I found that it really helped with the muscle stuff as well. Okay. So the next one is going to be, and, and I'm kind of going in the order of like ones that I've taken like that's what I'm starting with. And then the other ones were honestly totally new to me. So I used magnesium chloride, which was in a magnesium oil spray. And this I used, well, I'll just say it. I use it for a couple different things, but it, it all, it's all started because of TikTok, okay? So someone on TikTok convinced me that you could use magnesium spray as deodorant. And if you, if you don't know already, I will not use aluminum deodorants at all. And I was trying everything this last summer to like not smell bad. And that was one of them. Now, the problem is I had been using like native deodorant and like some of those other ones prior. And so you have to like reapply those a lot. Well, I will say I thought the magnesium oil worked, but I was reapplying it way too frequently and I gave myself like I don't know it felt like like a chemical burn or something like on my armpits like it was just like way too much magnesium on my armpits it was terrible like my skin I don't even know how to explain it but anyway it did sort of work but it's like you can only do it like once every 24 hours 
So I don't know. I feel like maybe I need to give it another shot one of these days. I still have the magnesium oil on hand. Um, but what I also found that it helped with was the muscle cramps. So it's kind of known for that. It's supposed to be like more for sleep, muscle relaxation, etc. So this is magnesium chloride. And I it seems like this is what you're going to find more in the topical department. And if you're if you're like one of those people that's like how could topical stuff do anything? I mean, come on, man. Cigarette patches or nicotine patches? Like I feel like that should be like a good start. Like it's a thing. Your skin does absorb stuff. So I enjoyed this. It did help, but I found that it wouldn't work on its own. Like I felt like when I used this plus taking the supplement like orally, it was like no muscle cramps. But if I just used one or the other, it was like a 50-50 chance if I was going to have muscle cramps that night. So that's like primarily what I used it for. And I'm I'm sharing my feedback because these are just things that I struggled with that I actually noticed a difference from. I no longer feel like I am, I don't know, I just, I I don't have a problem that I'm trying to fix with magnesium anymore. So it's hard for me to tell what I'm just like living my day-to-day life. But I do continue to take magnesium glycinate because I just think people should. Now, with that being said, I only take it when I remember. So that's not very often. It's like once a week. But hey, better than nothing. Now, the next one, I don't even know if I'm going to say it right. I'm going to just do my best from here on out because a lot of these I had never even heard of before. So magnesium torate. Hopefully I'm saying that right. What I found on this is it's actually really good for heart health. If heart health is something of concern, this would be a magnesium supplement to look into. It also reduces cortisol, which again, kind of makes sense when you're thinking about heart health and whatnot. So cortisol is like a stress hormone. And then it also increases GABA. So GABA is like, okay, and this is me explaining it. So it's going to, I'm literally explaining things like I'm talking to a toddler because I feel like I learned like a toddler, but Basically, GABA is a neurotransmitter. It stands for, should I try to say it? I'm going to try to say it. Gamma aminobutyric acid. (laughs) I did my best. Okay. But anyway, when GABA gets low, anxiety is high. When GABA is normal or up, anxiety tends to be like good. But basically, it's this like amino acid that like, I don't know, like it's like a message sender within the nervous system and like in your brain and everything. So anyway, the point, <laughs> the point is this particular form of magnesium torate, it increases GABA levels. So in turn, it can help magne- or it can help anxiety. So, but I mean, they all kind of help anxiety, right? Like that's been like a claim on all of these magnesiums. So do with that what you will. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Man, this is painful having to like read these. I feel, you know what it reminds me of? When I read um, the names of dinosaurs to my son in the dinosaur book, dude, those are crazy. Like we weren't even around when dinosaurs existed. Who's naming those? Like, why are you picking such complicated names that no one can say, you know? Anyway, moving on. The next one, I'm going to call it magnesium threonate. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, this one is actually designed to cross the blood-brain barrier and it protects against cognitive decline. 
So I'm thinking the claim to fame here is this can help with like preventing Alzheimer's and dementia. That's when I hear cognitive decline, that's where my brain goes. Um, And obviously crossing the blood brain barrier could be really helpful. I think in that case, it would maybe like make sure you get a really good quality one. I don't know. Again, these are ones I'm not familiar with. It's just like the brief research that I've done over the last week on magnesium, just trying to better understand it. And at the end of this, I'll kind of tell you my game plan with magnesium moving forward. Um, okay, so the na- the last one that I'm going to talk about, there's one more, but it's like magnesium oxide is like not good. Don't do it. Um, okay, but magnesium malate, is that how you say it? Malate? Malate? I don't know. this is embarrassing. You're like, Chelsea, how can I take advice from you? I'm sharing what I learned. It's like a research paper. Okay. It's like, you're my teacher. I'm your student. And I'm just sharing what I learned. I don't know if that's helpful, but anyway, this is more gentle on your digestive tract. So some people like they really have those adverse reactions every time they take magnesium. They're like, yeah, I can't handle the diarrhea that comes with it. So this would be a better option for them. Um, it also, it's supposed to improve stamina. And this is a big one because I've actually met people lately that suffer from this. It's supposed to provide relief for fibromyalgia. There you go. So magnesium malate. That's that one. And like I said, the last one was magnesium oxide and it like had no, it was not, it was not a winner. So like we were not going to bother with that one. Okay. So that's kind of the guide that I'm sharing on magnesium for you guys. I hope you found that helpful. I for me personally, I'm sticking with magnesium glycinate. I mean, I I enjoy taking it. I just don't really have any problems I'm trying to solve with magnesium right now. Maybe I'll switch it up in a few months and see if like magnesium citrate offers me better benefits. I don't know. But anyway, that was the helpful portion of the podcast. Let's get back to the fun stuff. <laughs> so this is the part where I just kind of dive into what we're doing this week. So last week at Hit Bodies, we did Meathead Week. So everyone loved it, including myself. So our new challenge, it starts, well, the day you're listening to this Monday, and we're going to be doing like basically the same workout, not the exact same workouts, but the same vibe that we did during Meathead Week. Plus, so it's like raw strength. And then I'm adding on an optional cardio roulette. So this is so fun. Basically, whoever's on live, you pick random numbers, okay? I think I have just like one through 10. And so we're going to pick a couple of numbers and each of those numbers have a cardio exercise associated with them. And then that's how the workout's selected. And then we throw on the timer and we go to work. And it's just, it's literally just five minutes. It's nothing crazy. The majority of the workout is that raw strength, super fun, nothing miserable about it. I I love it and I forgot how much I love it. And I'm so glad that we kind of dove back into it last week because moving forward, that's really the direction I want to go with the workouts. I think everyone gets better results. Your hormones are happier at the end of it. There's just, there's no doubt it's the best. So that is what we are doing for the upcoming week. Something that I've been killing it at lately I've been killing it at tracking, getting in my protein. Um, I've also like cut down my grocery budget because my meals have been a little bit more simple and I've been repeating things. Um, and just like, yeah, I, 
I've been killing it. And I'm really proud of myself because I've really resisted doing this for a very long time. Um, so the fact that I just dove in and I'm stuck with it, I'm very proud of myself. Okay, then <laughs> the next section is meals I'm loving. So it's this breakfast sandwich, okay? And I, th- I feel like I've changed the recipe enough that I can share what I do. So what I do is I take turkey breakfast sausage. So I buy like either like Genio or something like that. Basically what I'm looking for is the protein to be higher than the fat per serving. Does that make sense? Um, Because a lot of times when you buy breakfast sausages, it's like so much fat and hardly any protein. I want more protein than fat. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. So I crumble up just like, I don't know, like two ounces in the pan and I cook it. And then I crack two eggs in And I almost let it cook like an omelet. So the sausage is just like sprinkled throughout the eggs. And then I sprinkle, this is the for my Washington people, cougar gold, white cheddar cheese over top of it. And I just let that melt. So yeah, so it's like cooked like an omelet. Then I melt the cheese on top. You know, I like put the lid on or whatever. And then I take an English muffin and I just like kind of crisp it up. Then my this is this is what makes it taste so damn good. So first off, this is for two of them because I make one for Cameron and I. So it's like two eggs and two ounces of sausage for two sandwiches. And sometimes I eat both of them. <laughs> That's whatever. It just depends on the day. Like if he's gone and I made two, I'll eat both of them. I will make it fit. They're so good. Okay, so the the sauce is just like I use a little bit of light mayonnaise and I mix in chipotle chili powder and garlic powder. I don't have amounts for you because I don't measure. You just got to measure with your heart. You really don't need a lot, but it's just that smoky chipotle taste with the sharp white cheddar cheese and the breakfast sausage. And it's so good. Oh my gosh. I am obsessed. I'm obsessed. Maybe I should like make a TikTok of me making it or something. Um, I really like it. Uh, The initial inspiration was from that cookbook. But he just does it totally different. It's like a patty. And I, he's shared the recipe on his TikTok of the way he does it. So I don't feel like it's out of the question for me to share what I'm sharing. But he does like like a fried egg. Dude, fried eggs, okay, they, they're good. But they're messy. And like I feel like you lose a lot of yolk. So it's like I want every, I want every bit of, I don't know. You hear what I'm saying? Okay, I'll shut up. Anyway, moving on, workout wins this week. So last week I set my goal on the podcast with you guys of doing 155 pound deadlifts seven times. I got five. I'm I'm pleased with it, okay? I feel like I'm really on the trajectory to be able to deadlift 200 pounds by my birthday, which is my goal. So I'm going to aim for seven times again this week, but I'm really happy with that number, Okay. Okay, this next one's kind of funny. (laughs) Things I'm obsessed with. Writing good reviews. We all need to take the time to write good reviews. I I have, uh, it's embarrassing, but I'm a little bit of a Karen sometimes. When I get pissed off, I want to write it out. I want to write it out. And, it, and like, it's so cringy when I go back and like some read some of my old reviews. I'm like, Chelsea, it's not that serious. Like, it's just not. I mean, I could still go off on like how Massage Envy screwed me out of like over a thousand dollars of massages, but whatever, whatever. I mean, do you want me to? No, I won't. I won't. But 
yeah, like right now I'm just in this season where I want to like spread good vibes. You know, inflation is real. Businesses are working hard. I want to show my appreciation and leave five-star reviews for places that stand out. And I'm really making a conscious effort to not leave negative reviews. If I have a bad experience somewhere, I'm just trying to like assume they're doing their best and I just happen to catch them on a bad day, you know? So let me be the inspiration for you. Let's write some good reviews. In fact, that's my challenge for you this week. Leave just one really good review for a place you like. I mean, I went on my pediatrician's page and left them a five-star review. Uh, The bodywork girl who helped us, I left her a five-star review. I'm going to just like keep brainstorming more people I could leave good reviews for. But yeah. Okay. The last section is unpopular opinions. So it's January. It's cold. Now, where I live, it's not that cold. So this really isn't geared toward where I live. It's more like up north. I don't understand polar plunges. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's it's where a group of people jump in cold water together around the new year usually like on New Year's Day or something. I don't get it. Why is that fun? Why? I I mean, go off, do it, have fun. But I just don't get it. Like, what about that? Like, oh, man, I can't wait for this year's polar plunge. Like, what? Like, there are people who like are biohackers or whatever, and they like do their little cold ice baths and stuff like that. Okay. I can understand that because it's like, you're like seeking out these health benefits. But like when I think about like a social activity that I want to do with my friends, jumping in freezing cold water, nowhere on the list. I, I do not understand. And a lot of people seem to really like to do it. Like it's a very popular activity. Um, here on New Year's day, I mean, I think they might call it some sort of polar plunge. I can't remember what they call it, but they actually do it at Wrightsville Beach. Now, the water is flipping cold, but but it's not that cold. Like, and a lot of people, like, they wear wetsuits. You know, like, so all of it seems a little more reasonable. I still don't get it. It doesn't sound fun to me, but it feels a little more doable. But these people that are, like, up north doing this, like, risking hypothermia, I'm sorry. What? Why? why are you doing this to yourself? So maybe if you're one of those people and you're listening, maybe you could help me understand the why. I would I would love to know. I really would because I don't get it. And I know that's unpopular, but I do want to understand. So that concludes this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions about anything, never hesitate to reach out. That's why I'm here. And please don't forget that you can try out Hit Bodies right now for $1. So if you want to check out that macro tracking workshop, if you want to join us this week for our like peer strength workouts with that super fun cardio roulette, I would love to have you. And regardless, I will be here next week. So I can't wait to chat with you more. Definitely let me know. If you have any requests for the podcast, okay? Because I, y'all, I need ideas. Have a wonderful week, you guys. Bye.